find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Happy New Year. You are now listening to a brand new episode of Behind the Baller. It's not cold as ice yet, y'all. It's getting cold over this motherfucker, but it's not cold as ice yet. You are listening to the world-famous Behind the Baller podcast coming to you live and direct from Hollywood and H-Town. From H-Wood to H-Town, you already know. I am your host, Ben Baller, a.k.a. The Wash Lord, aka back nine ben aka the korean john cusack standing next to me is my dog yes sir y'all know what it is mr jimmy boy aka Peel gates aka mr jimmy the gent all up <laughs> live in your face <laughs> <laughs> yo the show is brought to you by none other than the eight-time podcast producers of the year the dust brothers Yes, sir. My dog, Miles Davis, my boy, Jordan Winter. That theme song is done by Illegal Cartel, who will be doing the new theme song. It's cr- Have you heard it yet, Jimmy? I heard a clip of it, bro. It it's was crazy. fire. It's I crazy. Ain't gonna lie. It's crazy. It and we got original fire. music by, of course, Lakey, formerly known as Lakey Inspired. Guys, gents, ladies, gentlemen. All y'all. Kids, dogs, cats, squirrels. It is January 4th. It is 2024. Let's get this motherfucking started. There you go. So, yeah, man. um, Happy New Year, Jimmy. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year. How was your New Year's? It It was chill, bro. You know... When uh, when me and Nick was together, right, we mm-hmm. had this um tradition. For like many years, we did New Year's Eve in San Diego. Okay. And the reason why was it's so different. The vibe is so different than L.A., Hollywood, Vegas. It was kind of like more like, all right, we kind of grown. Uh, it's not really like you know staying out of people's business. And uh, we did one night at the park. But we usually did most of them at Flux. And Flux was the shit. You ever been to Flux in downtown San Diego? No, I'd never been there, bro. Oh my God. That shit was that shit was the closest thing as to like a Vegas or a popping club. And you know, this was when your boy was pushing the ghost, you know, all that shit and was going down there in the Lambo the whole night. So we used yeah. to do that all the time for New Year's. It was like a tradition. So like, you know, I get this PTSD when I get down there. So I don't really fuck around the gas lamp district too much. I got to take you out there, by the way, Jimmy. Just You're going to like San Diego's vibes, bro. There's a reason why Q from World Star, rest in peace. It's a reason why he moved there. Yes, sir. Rest in peace, Q, man. But yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so... I've been um, a couple of times. Just never really been in the night scene like that. You know what I mean? But definitely, I, I definitely love the vibe out there. Yeah, so once Ryder was born, that kind of chilled out. Mm-hmm. And then we go out there just to kind of vibe out, right? But then yeah. when Kaya was born, it stopped completely. And mm-hmm. New Year's Eve became kind of different. Now, another thing, too, is our kids would sleep by 9 o'clock, you know, 8.30, you know, on a late night, maybe 10. But for the most part, this was the first time in 11 years for London 
nine years for Ryder and obviously six years for Kaya that we stayed up for the countdown, bro. And the fact that I get to have my kids on Christmas, I got to have them on New Year's Eve, you know, and New Year's Day, it was it was lit. Like, bro, we just stayed home. I ordered fucking three pizzas, you know. Um, we had wings, we had uh, we had candy. I I broke my fast. I said, fuck this. I'm eating fucking gummy bears and all kinds of shit. We was just, we was up <laughs> until three in the morning, bro. We was just chilling. In fact, the crazy part is I fucked around and passed out and <laughs> woke up and all the lights was on. Ryder was asleep with motherfucking, he had a a sour spaghetti on his fucking on his chest. The motherfucking Kyle was next to me. London was fucked up. It, he was just asleep. Lights was on. I was like, God damn. And um, it was like 7.30. That's real late for me. Yeah. Bro, I didn't even wake up until uh, until like 10.30, bro. That's super right. late for them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. You know, yeah. the older you get, the while you just stay in. What, what, uh, what'd you do? Oh, bro, man, uh, this is the first year I actually didn't have the boys. You know, they wanted to go with their mom. Their mom did a little thing. So I really just, you know, I chilled at the house, bro. You know, Vanna, her boyfriend came down to visit. So, you know, they did their little thing. She came home to count down with me. And um, that's it, bro. I went to bed, man. I was tired. Hold up. Did, did he bring you some brown bread? No, he ain't bring no brown, bro. bro. I've been, I've been telling him like, yo, oh, I'm gonna fuck to his back. ass up when I meet him. Bro. I'm telling you, bro. I'm like, yo, y'all need to go to Cheesecake and bring me some brown bread. And they just talk us back. Man, it's hating on uh, Cheesecake, bro. Hold on, bro. Do you remember the fans got us some brown bread a couple weeks ago? <laughs> oh yeah, crazy. and we told that up. I told most of it up. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So hold on. You missed the countdown, or you, or. Did you stand? No, I did the countdown. Vanna came home uh, right before the countdown. We counted down together, bro. You know, like we do every year. And then uh, I just went to bed, man. So wait a second. I seen you on a boat, bro. Was that is that an old video? Was uh, what, what was going on? Oh yeah, yeah, that was an old video. So basically, that was just a like a little collage of things from 2023. Oh, that's what's up, bro. When I did that post, yeah, it was just like a basically different pictures and places I was in 2023 and stuff. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I'll say this, man. I don't think your 23 was as bad as mine. Mm -hmm. I think you definitely had something that I don't think we should ever share. You know, it's not the public's business to share, but I mean, you had something that definitely enough to, you know, put a pause in your step. No, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. And you know, you still moving around, you know, you still living your life, you still jumping on planes and the whole nine, but For sure. Hey man, I'm I'm glad, you know, hey dog, that chapter closed, bro. 23 closed, fam. It's done, bro. We let that shit behind. Yeah, we in that Kobe year. We about year. to really start some shit. But you know what's funny? Yeah. As we enter the Kobe year, motherfucker. Because remember, we didn't. We 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 had to skip. What we skip Monday, so we skip New Year's Day, so we skip. It's been almost. It's been a week. Yeah, bro. Twenty three ended out with the bang, fam. Like yeah, I ain't gonna lie, to you, bro. bro. Like dog. Did yeah. you see the shit on uh that fat motherfucker? He he might be actually fat. He's shorter than you. That fat motherfucking uh, academics. Did you see all the shit that's going on with him? I've been seeing stuff here and there, bro. I've been, I've been seeing a couple clips and little videos and stuff like that, man. Bro, I thought like, you know what chat GPT is and like AI, you can like type in shit to see if it's real and stuff? Yeah. Uh -huh. So you can enter the DMs and see if the DMs were doctored, if they were Photoshopped, the whole nine. Uh -huh. Bro, them DMs to little girls was real, bro. One chick was like 15 or 16, other one 17. Like, and like, l actually, let me, let me rewind back for a second. Van is 17. Exactly. I'm not trying to put it out there like that. Okay. <laughs> if I'm trying to think of a rap, let's just say uh fucking okay, Jack Harlow. 
like 26, 27. If Jack was trying to holler at Vanna and he seemed like a decent dude or whatever else, fuck the ever parts. Let's just get on the, like the subject at hand that matters. If he was trying to holler at Vanna, how would you feel about that? Being, you know, a grown man and, and she's still uh, in high school. I'm going to tell you like this, bro. And I'm, I'm sorry, however, anybody going to take what I'm about to say, but it's like, don't no man over the age of 21 should even be trying to talk or look into any girl younger. Like, you know what I'm saying? They, they is grown women in their 20s that look amazing and whatever. So it's like, to me, like any dude that's grown is talking to a teenage girl, so wrong with you. You got some issues. Like, it's deeper than whatever it looks like, bro. And, and I'm not with that. Like, I don't give a fuck who the fuck it is. If any dude at at in their twenties is trying to holler at a seventeen year old or younger, like something's wrong with you, bro. Like I think twenty is the cutoff for me, bro. Because at twenty, let's say for instance, two years prior to that, he was a senior. She might have barely been a sophomore. You know, cool. But you talking about yeah. it? Let, let's just say even twenty four, bro. If you twenty four, you've been out of college for a couple years, or maybe you didn't go to college. You drinking? You have access to women between. 19 and fucking 30. Exactly, bro. Like you, you, in the, you in the scene, you in the nightlife, 21 and up, the clubs. Look at all the girls out there. Look at how girls are nowadays. They they freak freaks, bro. Like, what is you doing trying to fuck with a child, basically? I'm sorry to I'll put it, you know what I mean? Okay, like, so let me read this quote. This is from academics. I don't give a fuck what a N-word says. There are 17-year-old girls in college. If she in college, she getting clapped. She getting her ass pounded, period. I don't want to hear shit from no F N word. Fuck that. She could be 17. She in college. She getting this dick. How you feel about that? <laughs> bro, like I could just laugh. I just laugh, I, like bro? I just said, bro. I laugh because like I said, bro, like. Anybody should I fuck you up, that, bro? What's wrong? We mean laugh, bro. Li listen to what I'm saying. Why I'm laughing, bro? I laugh because it's funny to me. Because, like I just said, ain't nobody in their 20s in their right mind is gonna be sitting there trying to fuck a 17 year old. Eight, like you, you in your 20s, like you go places that's 21 and up. There's a bunch of women like everywhere that get down and do this and that. Like what? What makes you have to, bro? You got to be. <laughs> You got to be something wrong with you. Yeah, for real, right? And That's let me why ask I you. laugh because it's like, you, you motherfucking crazy. You know what I mean? I'm laughing because it's got to be that crazy. It's got to be that retarded. Right? Hey, how, you know how, old is, how old is 6ix9ine? Do you know? Oh, uh, man. Man, let me Google this shit. That's why. See, I wish you guys can He's see. He's like the, 25, 24, 9, things so. on. No, 6. He 27. Holy shit. I didn't know he was that old, bro. Damn, I mean, neither. I thought he was younger. I guess time flies. Okay, so let me ask you: during the times you were dealing with six nine, you never met academics. I met academics. Oh, you met him Once before? Twice. Yeah, yeah. Where you meet him at? Uh, we was at a club in Jersey, a day party. Did he say anything to you or not? Uh, no, not really. You know what I mean? We talked here, and there. You know what I mean? Like uh, that that day we didn't talk that much. We've talked through like. Instagram DM here and there. You know, I actually made a piece for him before. Okay, so he know you. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are cool. You ain't got no beef. Yeah, no, nah, we, we, yeah, we cool. Okay. 
So if he hear this episode, no, whatever, and he a big streamer, I don't give a fuck. He got a bunch of goofy motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck how many millions of people follow and listen to his shit. I will smack the fire out of him. Like when that whole Freddie Gibbs shit went down, I laughed. Freddie Gibbs, by the way, ethered him multiple times. I don't give a fuck what anyone says about Freddie. I'm cool with Freddie. And I fuck with him. He a real motherfucking Gary, Indiana, represents Chicago, all that shit. But Shout out to Gary, Indiana, man. I know some real players out there. If if academics camp to you was like, hey, Jimmy, man, you know what? You a fuck-ass motherfucker. Man, bro, I, man, I fuck you up, blah, blah, whatever. What would you say? Ain't no talking, man. We're going to just get right to it. <laughs> no, real shit. If you was like, he was like, man, you, you, you know, Ben's a sucker. Nah, real shit. You know, you know me, Ben. You know how long I've been. Ain't nobody going to get in my face and disrespect me like that. It is what it is. We're going to just see what happens right there there. You know what I mean? Like, Okay. I just thought I'd let the people know. My beef is your beef, Jimmy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm Your beef is my beef. You know what I'm saying? You inherit that shit, dog. We go listen, you die, I die, motherfucker. We both and we both parents, so we know what it is. You know what I'm saying? We die together, fat fuck. Nah, for real. That's just the straight up shit as it is, man. That's family shit, bro. Like, and that's just what it is, bro. Any motherfucker that's comfortable with telling somebody shit about you or they ain't saying enough for you, man, ain't really your people, bro. Yeah, no, that's real. Straight bro. like that. Straight like that, dog. You know, um, Right before the year ended, it's been talk of the day every single day since January 1st. This Jeffrey Epstein list is in the top 10 every day, bro. And they're supposed to release 150, 170 names. And, you know, I was fascinated by dude. I watched four different documentaries. I bought one because this dude figured out a way. He was really smart, figured out a way to fucking finesse Wall Street, finesse billionaires. He finessed the owner of Victoria's Secret. He, you know, he got his way in here and got next to some really, 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 really powerful people, right? Yep. And like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but ain't no way that motherfucker committed suicide. It ain't oh, no way to, sure. come on, dog, the cameras was off. One of the security guards wasn't even the normal security guard for the jail at Rikers. Well, he was at a special part of Rikers. He got killed, bro. Like, come on, dog. Like, and they even did an autopsy inside it. You know, it was, he was fucking murdered, but... Yeah, that's his, the autopsy. They said that the bone that broke that killed him, you couldn't be able to do that in a yeah, suicide. On a suicide, and it said uh, the the autopsy dude said it wasn't gonna the snap the way it did wasn't coming from your own hanging yourself. Yep. So now, this list is coming out, and mind you, I don't you know, I don't give a fuck. The thing that drives me crazy is all the Trump people keep saying oh, all these fucking Democrats and stuff. And you know, I don't know, Jimmy, did we talk about this or? I don't, you know I'm Republican. I've been Republican forever. You in a, no, a red sure. you in a red state. Are you are you conservative or are you liberal? I mean, or more which way would you say you lean? I would say I, I lean more with my where I'm from, you know what I mean? Republican, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. So like, but the thing is, I ain't got no problem with Democrats. No, me neither. You know, I believe that there's two genders, you know what I'm saying? Is whatever and, and one got mad about that, then fucking whatever. But the thing is, I've been so heavily invested in this shit. That I read the Ghislaine Maxwell court transcripts. Now remember, they finally caught that bitch in Connecticut, way out in the, you know, mm -hmm. in the boondocks. They got her. They won't let her, bro. Now ain't nobody letting her kill herself. I don't know if you see, like every two or three hours, they turn the lights on, they wake her up. Like she can't get more than two hours sleep. They wake her up, whatever, and fuck that bitch. She's a piece of shit and she was a groomer and the whole nine. Mm -hmm. But that list, right? Now it goes back to the 80s, there's 90s. Motherfucker, the pilot of the Lolita Express, Jeffrey Epstein's private jet, the pilot got interviewed on stand and then they brought out the documents. They brought out the flight log. This is on Ghislaine shit. Some other shit that's going to happen, obviously coming soon. 
Donald Trump was on the jet a dozen, maybe two dozen times. I don't understand where the fuck these people are like, oh, this, all these liberals, this and all that, this and that. Like, motherfuckers, it's going to guarantee be some conservatives on that list. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's going to be some, look what Giuliani motherfucking, um, Alan Dershowitz, that motherfucker represented Trump, represent anything else. Like, my thing is, bro, this list going to come out and people keep saying their excuses. If Donald Trump was on that list, Democrats would have put it out a long time. Doug, stop. Everyone repeat this and regurgitates the same bullshit. Bro, <laughs> Trump was that dude's homie. The motherfuckers and kicked it at Mar-a-Lago, all this shit. Like, who gives a fuck if there was white, black, Chinese, Republican, Democrat? There's motherfuckers that are from out of the country that weren't, like, who cares? You know what I mean? Royal family members. You a scumbag, you a scumbag. You fucking 15-year-old, 16-year-olds, you a grown-ass man like Bill Clinton, bro. Look, I used to kind of fuck with Bill. Him being a Democrat, I wasn't mad at Bill. And then, you know, he got his dick sucked by Monica Lewinsky. I don't know if you know this, Jimmy, because I know you don't really listen to the show too much, but, you know, I went to high school with Monica. We're still friends to this day. Not only did I go to high school with her, we had free period together. You feel me? So we sit together every day for Mm -hmm. two years. Like, I know Monica. So could you imagine? And this chick ain't, damn, I, fuck, man, Monica might listen to this show. But she wasn't, the best looking woman out there, if you know what I'm trying to say to you. Yeah. Now she looks the best she's ever looked right now with money, this, now, whatever. But I'm talking about in high school, you know, I'm talking, bruh, like, I don't even think, you know, 40 goggles would work. I don't even think fucking vodka goggles, tequila goggles. It just wasn't. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is, imagine someone you went to high school, you know this person, you made fun of this person every day. You find out someone you went to high school with sucked a president's dick, bro. You were in history books for your kids. And you were in history books forever. In history yeah. books, fam. Now, I wasn't even mad at that. I know some people out there who have strong values and certain shit. You know, for the most part, I think, Jimmy, you probably judge me as a pretty decent dude. You know, as a, as a good dad, whatever. But, like, I kind of respect motherfuckers that's trying to be too holier than thou that are super trying to be normal on the Tiger Woods or whatever, boom, and then come out and they fucking prostitutes, fucking escorts. Like, dog, I feel like, yo, man, that's, in a way, it made them cooler. I didn't lose my respect for them because they cheated on their wives, whatever else. It's, that's their business. It's not my they're business. Human. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. human. So my thing is this, man. What do you think is going to happen when you see these heavy-duty politicians that are on this motherfucking list? And by the way, President of Chase Bank... Like, you're talking about some very powerful people that control a lot of our shit. It's going to be ugly, man. I just hope, you know, justice going to, you know, do what justice going to do. You know what I mean? So you, think- you know how they, they were able to, you see, they, like, three people, I guess, got their names sealed so they won't be coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah. They might be some powerful people. And um, let me ask you this, man. You think that one of these powerful, like, think, dog, the prince of fucking England, bro. Queen Elizabeth's son, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Prince Andrew, like, bro, it don't get that much more powerful than that. That's legit royalty, right? For thousands and hundreds of years, whatever it is. There's people up there that are probably bigger than him. Bill Gates, who said he just went out there, boom. And again, look. I'm going to keep it 100 and, and keep it a buck with me, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. 
is people out there that you hung out with, either murderers, scam artists, whatever, boom. You might have chopped it up, had a bottle, someone took a pick here and there, whatever. That don't mean that you did business with them. For you sure. feel me? And at the same time, the moment you found out, like, hey, dog, I don't know if you know this, Jimmy. Um, dude, you took a picture with, you, you know, oh, yeah, I done kicked with them a couple times. Yeah, we went to the club here and there, boom. All right. And I'm like, Jimmy, man, hey, this motherfucker, he, he raped like three Vietnamese girls and then he killed like five old, old Vietnamese ladies. Right then and there, wouldn't you be like, all right, fuck this dude. Like, yeah, dog, I mean, shit. It is, you can't go back in time. You, you may not know a motherfucker's resume at the time. What I'm asking you is, do you think there's a slight chance that someone like John Legend or Jay-Z that might have went out there, boom, and didn't know this motherfucker was doing some crazy shit? Man, I like for you to say if if they if they went to the island and not knew, then they lying. You know what I'm saying? Damn, now, really? Now, you feel that if, way? If they went to the island and did they participate? That could be a possible. Maybe they didn't participate. You know, just even you know, like being in the nightlife or in the you know the Hollywood world, like you know, there's shit that be going on and you don't know till you get there, but you move around from it. You know what I mean? Whatever. I don't know, but. They said Jay-Z went there a couple times. So you think Jay knew? He possibly could have knew that there was some bad shit going on. If, if you tell if you tell okay, me all Jay, right, all right. if if you say Jay been there a couple times, man, come on. You know damn well, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, come all on. Right, all right. No, I just I just think this possibility to be like, boom, like, all right, well, fuck. Hey man, it's doing some bad shit, so I'm not fucking with him. But yeah, I I'm just thinking, bro, like, you know, it's well, that list gonna fuck some people up. And uh, I just wanted to see what the fuck you thought. Speaking of presidents. I'm, I'm a big believer in, you know, you you reap what you sow. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, hey, you know, you know, you can't expect to do something and think that shit going to be in the dark. You know what I'm saying? Like you're seeing all these people coming out now, you know, talking about things in the past, people doing this and that. Like at the end of the day, it's like, you know what I mean? If you did it, that shit going to come back. You know what I mean? The light going to come and it's going to shine in the dark. No, nah, what, what I'm trying to say, dog, is Barack Obama allegedly been there a few times. I'm just, dog, I, I just can't see Barack <laughs> knowing what's going on, bro. He just don't seem the type, bro. I mean, you think Barack Obama, you don't knew what was going on? You just didn't give a fuck? As much as I want to tell you that he didn't, I'm not going to say he didn't give a fuck, but you got to understand is that when you come into them kind of like groups of people, you're kind of in a situation where you can't say nothing. Like, what he gonna do? Try to put something out and or, or say some, and then they end up blackballing them. It's it's a fucked up situation, you know, that you put yeah, yourself. In. Yeah, mean, like like let's say for instance, um, you somewhere, you thought you was in the clear. You didn't do nothing wrong though. Mm -hmm. Thought you was in the wrong. You you using the clear. You're like, God damn, some fucked up shit happened. And then come to find out some girl got raped, blah, blah, whatever. And then you look in the background, they see you. Now, you ain't had nothing to do with it. But because you ain't said shit here and there, it just end up making you look bad. And exactly. it's, a, it's a fucked up situation, bro. So, you know, you know, wrong Very place, wrong time. Up, you know? Very fucked up. Anyway, switching subjects, bro. A couple people emailed me on the podcast thing. And they was asking me, well, they can't ask me. They was asking me to ask you, what are your top three favorite restaurants in Houston. And I'm talking about like, you know, one where it's like, if we gonna take Justin Bieber out, we ain't taking him, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's gotta be a top tier, you know, a mid-level, whatever, you know, it could be a mom pop and then the other spots just like your favorite Vietnamese. Like between those three things, like what would be, what would be the best A1 restaurant in Houston we could take someone who really, 
you know, on that level? Man, if we say three, you know what I'm saying? Um, on the top of my head right now, when I think of sushi, um, MF Sushi. MF? Uh, yeah, MF Sushi. Like motherfucker uh, MF? or Yeah, yeah, motherfucker like MF. Okay, and it's like legit. It ain't like some low budget shit. It's, it's oh, like it's it's a, it's we we take beaver there. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's right. You know what I mean? It, okay, it's, I ain't lying, and it's fire. Okay, Quality. and then what Lit. about like local barbecue? Some regular, you know, some cool Houston shit. What's, what's your second uh, favorite? I would say, man, I'm not gonna lie. From experience, barbecue wise, like Killings is the best, bro, to me. You know what I mean? And I haven't tried all of them, but I've tried as many as I tried. Killings is the best, man. When it how comes to ne- how come you never take me there, you bitch? I just learned about it like six months ago, bro. How the I fuck you lie. learned about it six months ago, bro? I you heard living? about the place, right? It's in Pearland. It's like forty five minutes from here, and I always hear about it. But one day I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna just go. I think it was like six months or a year ago, and I was like, fuck it, let's just go. And I'm just thinking, you know, because you just thinking like, oh, it's just like another barbecue spot. But bro, that's just a one, bro. Quality. I'm talking about quality, bro. Okay. Favorite Vietnamese restaurant in, in Houston? Um, I, I'm going to say uh, this spell called Dakao, D-A-K-A-O, because it's just a variety of everything. They do like even uh, Vietnamese, you know, because a lot of Vietnamese food is basically like family style. So they even serve that, but they make like pho, chicken pho, like everything is really on point there. That's a very well-rounded restaurant to get a little bit of everything you want. Okay. You know who took me to some of the best Vietnamese food in New York ever? Cool. Tila. Yeah. Tila Tequila took me to a motherfucking spot in New York that was deep in Chinatown. That motherfucker was right. And she, you know, she could speak fluent, right? Like full fluent. No, for sure. You know, I went to middle school with her in elementary, like middle school, yeah. high school. Yeah. Yeah, that's some crazy shit, man. Okay. Yeah. So I was just going to say that. What's on next on the menu? By the way, you know, um, today I'm debuting my first custom piece in almost 18 months, dog. And um, or to it, bro. Now you know how you feel about me making the comeback, dog. I love it, bro. I love it. I love seeing, like, you know, what I'm saying, you doing your thing, and you just pop on them. Like, honestly, like everything you've done, like it just me being your friend and just witnessing it, like firsthand. All it ever do is just kind of tell me, like, shit, man, you could do it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I want to just give you your flowers bro for a second and just say like especially you coming back and every time you come back you just come harder and it's like you really just be left field with it like no one expects it should i ain't even know until not too long ago you know what i mean so, yeah 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 you know well that's what cold as I ice is gonna be about by guys you know we're gonna be really getting into there's gonna be a whole jury segment every episode that we do by the way i know there's a couple emails that trickled in um the hold up is I put Jimmy in charge of getting us some motherfucking artwork. What where are we at with that, bro? We almost ready. We almost ready. Ah, you know how damn. it's hard to find good talent and good work. All right. So once we get the artwork for the thumbnail and for the podcast and everything, we're gonna launch the YouTube um launch and it's gonna be on every platform again. The first episode, we're going to ask, answer any question you ask. Jewelry related. The email again is coldasicepod at gmail.com. Coldasicepod at gmail.com. There ain't going to be no assistant, no secretary, 
no worker. It's going to be me and Jimmy only to have access to this. We're going to read the questions live on the air. You can start asking them now. You know, it could be in a week. I don't know. Jimmy's going to Europe next week. We're going to figure it all out. But remember, cold as ice is coming. I'm sorry to lead this up. But when you see it and it's a hard post on IG, you know it's real. And it's going down. You know, what's funny is uh, I saw, I think it was New Year's Eve or day before New Year's Eve, Millie Vanilli. Do you remember Millie Vanilli, the group? Yep, of course. So, let's see, like, I was late 80. What year were you born? 82. Okay, so you wasn't that young, bro. You was still, like, you know, listening to music at that point. Yeah, 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 for sure. I remember the whole scene. Remember, girl, you know it's true. Yeah. Girl, you know it's true. That shit was so ooh, big. Ooh, ooh, I love you. It was in every fucking club, bro. You know what I'm Bruh, saying? They, they were, the were and by the way, they had bangers. Okay, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, don't forget my number. All that shit. When yeah. it came out that they mother these motherfuckers won Grammys and everything. You got to watch this documentary. That shit is crazy. And the nah, thing is, I thought about it. I was like, could they get away with it today? And then I realized, do you know? And you being an ex rapper, do you know how fucked up Auto Tune? Like, you know how much that shit really cleans your shit up? Bruh, trust me. Auto-tune is like what them girls got for filters nowadays, right? Like, bro, listen. J-Lo can't sing, okay? And she had the early version of uh, auto-tunes. Mm-hmm. I heard Young Thug in a studio. Remember, I worked in the music business, bro. I was in the studio all day long with Dre and everything. Yeah. I had no idea that you could sit there and be like, hey, you do. yeah, man, we got the, I got the million dollars. And the shit really sounds decent. Yeah. Like enough to where you can rap <laughs> and like sing. It's just like crazy. So like auto-tune today, man, bro, they would have got away with it. You know what I'm saying? It would have been accepted. It'd been cool. But you got to watch the documentary, bro. Y'all don't know. You seen anything else? And you watch anything else? Man, you know, I've seen them Texas doing their thing, you know what I'm saying? So, you know. No, I'm talking about any videos, any fucking documentaries, any movies, anything, any comedy shows, nothing. Uh, man, you know what's crazy, bro? I just seen this scary movie, bro, and it was called Hereditary. I don't Hereditary. know if you see it, bro. And um, Nah, Hereditary. It came out in 2018, bro, but I, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. That, that shit was pretty, pretty crazy, bro. Okay, let me see. Tony Collette. Oh, shit. Tony Collette's a good actor. Gabriel Burns in this shit? Oh, shit. Yeah, I was surprised with who, like, because I, you know what I mean? I heard about it. I was like, you know what? I, I got to check this out. Oh, fuck. My kids love scary movies, but this should look a little too scary for them. Yeah, this is on some some creepy, spooky, like, I don't think you should let the kids watch this. It's pretty wild, bro. Okay, well, on New Year's Eve, Dave Chappelle dropped The Dreamer, his brand new comedy special, bro. Please tell me you've yeah. seen that shit. I've seen it. <laughs> Dog. Oh, my God. You know, bro, yeah. you know, he still got to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, he still want to make sure motherfuckers know he's black. It's obvious. But he has such a wide spectrum of, you know, he has white people. A lot You see a lot of white people in the audience here and there, whatever, but he breaks it down. And he don't necessarily cater to them. But he's, but he's a genius, right? Like, he's yeah. not telling, like, a basic joke. You know, like, oh, what did this person say to this person? You know, he's really thoughtful. 
And do you remember the part where he's talking about Jim Carrey? Oh, yeah. Bro, tell me the truth, dog. Did you think that that motherfucker was going there with that? And remember, I'm listen, I'm a big Jim Carrey fan. I love Andy Kaufman. I was a huge fan. I watched Taxi. This is before your time now. This is late 70s. You know, Andy Kaufman, Man on the Moon. Like, I, I love that movie. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm Taxi. just saying, like, when you listen to the story, did you have any idea where he was taking it? So the crazy thing was I had seen a clip of it before I actually watched the actual show. So the clip said the title was, you know, Dave Chappelle not giving a fuck, going at, you know, everybody. So when I click on it and I'm watching it and he's talking about Jim Carrey and Andy Kaufman, I'm like, oh, shit, he about to go in on them somewhere, somehow. You know what I mean? So when he flipped it in the end, like, bro, like that shit threw me off. That's what I'm talking about. It didn't throw a monkey wrench in your shit. You had no idea. Bro, that shit was, bro. Yeah, I was following it. (laughs) And I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm just thinking it's going to be a dope ass story about Jim Carrey. And it's just so crazy. Right? Yeah, I thought he was going to say something. Jim snapped on him as Andy or something. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was going to be so fucked up. All right, bro. So how many many guns, how many guns you give it out of 10? 9.5. 9.5. Okay. I'd give it an 8.7. i give it 8.7 guns, which means 100% you got to watch this Dave Chappelle's closer. I mean, uh, the closer was the yeah. one before. The Dreamer. That shit's crazy. But it brings me up to this. We ain't going to talk about trans. We ain't going to talk about LGBTQ. We ain't going to talk about none of that shit. But my son, Ryder, put me up on game on New Year's Eve, and I didn't even know this shit existed. Do you know what a furry is? It's like those little, the little animals, right? The furry animals. Nah, dog. Do you know what a furry is? No, bro. I had no idea this shit existed. Now I used to always tell people. People say, "Oh, well, I identify as a man. Identify as a woman." You know, you hear all this shit talking about whatever. Boom. And I said, "Please don't tell me as a pronoun, bro." And I said, "Dog, one day, motherfuckers is gonna sit there and be like, y'all identify as a monkey.' You know, I mean, what's to stop them?" I'm being real, bro. What's to stop them now? Ain't shit gonna stop them, right? Like, they just gonna say what the fuck they want to. Exactly. So, Ryder browses so much. I need to stop his browsing shit. But he goes on there. A furry are people who identify as animals. And this ain't a joke, bro. They wear like a big, crazy, Chuck E. Cheese looking animal thing. They walk on their hands. And feet, you know, they walk on their, they walk on all fours. I think they even eat uh, dog food and shit, and they identify as animals, bro. And there's a whole bro, they're like cartoonish animal yeah, heads, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're, they wear the full outfits, the whole costumes. And bro, there's a community of them. Like they are for real. They're furries. They call look at it, Google it, bro. Bro, I know what you're talking about. I remember now because oh my god, there was a hotel by my house, bro. A couple months ago, I went over there. And I seen a bunch of people in these fur outfits with these he- with these masks on, big masks like the big costumes yeah, that yeah, are yeah. colorful. Yeah. And I thought it was an anime convention. And it wasn't Halloween, bro. It wasn't Halloween. And they had told me it's like basically people that think they're animals that they do a bunch of freaky ass shit. And I was just like, what the hell, bro? They have e-sex, all this shit. This is the crazy part. They have a convention where they all meet called FurCon, and it's all over like different cities, different states. FurCon, like ComplexCon, they have FurCon, bro. 
And it's like $300 or $400 a ticket to get in. And these motherfuckers are sold out with a bunch of sick-ass people. Like, bro, could you imagine if Jimmy Jr. was like, hey, dad, I want, I want to go to FurCon. I mean, like, what do you say? <laughs> this ain't your time of party, son. <laughs> Man, bro. Well, look, dog. Last two things I want to get into, bro, is there's one more thing I want to get into, but it's just too deep right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I had to get into this shit, bro. Dog, I read this story on Steve Nash, and I'd never heard this story in my entire fucking life, bro. Now, you know I played college football and college basketball, right? Mm -hmm. Okay? So I'm just going through, my whole new guilty pleasure is um, going to Instagram Reels, uh-huh. right? And I go on Instagram Reels, and I just basically, you know, I just start going down the timeline. You know, whatever the algorithm brings me, it is what it is. Yeah. Right? And I just be going through the shit, whatever, boom, and you see these shit, and you see shit that, and you know, there's certain things where it's like, you know, people say, oh, the end is coming, or, you know, apocalypse coming, this, that, whatever, and that's fine, you know, there, there's room for speculation. But then... I watched this shit with Steve Nash and I had no idea. Now, mind you, the motherfucker's a coach. You know, he's probably going to the Hall of Fame. I played against this motherfucker in college. So, bro, he was married for a long time. Okay? This motherfucker's wife cheated on him. Now, she didn't just cheat on him. She cheated on him with one of, her, one of his teammates, bro. Okay? And it gets worse. And it gets worse, bro. You probably you talking about Steve Nash, Steve Nash, Steve Phoenix Nash, Sun, Steve Phoenix Nash. Son, Steve Nash, dog. You could Google the story. His wife cheated on him with one of his teammates. Okay, Jason Richardson, who won the dunk contest and everything else, right? Uh-huh. This is the crazy part. She got pregnant. Didn't tell Steve, bro. He in the delivery room. I can't believe the story didn't get bigger, bro. His wife gives birth and the baby is black, bro. Okay? Like, he white as, he as white as you can get. She's like uh, um, a Miria. So she's like, she looks white. She might be maybe some, she might be from Brazil. She might, but bottom line is, dog, she, she might be having a little Latin in her, but she ain't black, she ain't Asian. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So the baby comes out black. What you think, you know what I'm saying? Like at that point, he was bugging, right? Like he was fucking tripping. Okay. Mm. So he's like, all right, so you cheated, right? Baby's black. This ain't my kid. You ready for the kicker? Yeah. Bro. Confronted Jason Richardson. Jason admitted that he fucked with her the whole nine. They do a paternity test, dog. I don't know why they did it, because, you know, you know, baby ain't yours, baby's black. Bruh. The baby wasn't even fucking Jason Richardson's, bro. It was another teammate of Steve Nash's. Another teammate got her pregnant, bro. And how long ago was this? 
Yeah, I'm gonna Google this right now, man. Let me see how long ago this was. This was uh wait a second. Hold the fuck up. This can't be last year. Hold on, bro. That's what I'm looking at right now. I'm like, there's no way. Hold on. So 2005, they got married. Okay, so this was um, 2010, November. Their third child. And um, yeah, they, that's when he basically said, fuck it, we're going to be separate, blah, blah. They're separating. They're going to get a divorce. But yeah, so this was late 2010, bro. This was 13 years ago. I'm just like... Uh -huh. Crazy man, bro. What do you what do you do at this point, bro? Like, your wife of you were together for twelve years. You're married for five or six years at that point. Like, what do you do, bro? <laughs> me as me, uh, it's, it's got to be what it's got to be. You know what I mean? Like, I actually know somebody personally that was in a situation like that, bro. That. You know, he was with his girl. Long story short, she went to a party, you know, ended up sleeping with some dude, got pregnant. He think it's his baby. He having the they had the baby, everything. He raised the baby. Him, him and the girl get into it. They break up. One of his homeboys tells him, like, yo, I gotta tell you this, bro. Like, you know, I ain't you know, I ain't been able to hold it in much longer than it does. Like, yo, girl, you know. Blah blah blah. So we're like, what? <laughs> that he uh got tested and, and the baby wasn't his, bro. And like he stayed with her and Damn. he better than me, bro. But bro, he he better than me too, bro. Because me, like, and I, I was around to see how his relationship is. Like she treat him like he did something wrong, you know what I mean, to this day. And it's just like I couldn't do it, bro. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. God damn, bro. Well, Look, man, before we take a break real quick, bro, did you watch did you watch LeBron James versus uh Timberwolves? Did you see the game, the controversial game on his birthday? Uh-uh. What happened? So you didn't see the game? Uh -oh. So he shot a three-pointer to tie the game up with a few seconds left on the clock. Mm-hmm. And his foot was right in front of the line. I heard about this. Yeah, I heard about it. Bro, on his birthday. Now, mind you, the change is everything because, you know, you believe in momentum, right? Yeah. You know, like, let's say, for instance, yeah, you're getting your ass kicked. You're getting socked up. Dude's packing you out. And now, mind you, maybe the dude got tired. Swing too hard, come out, boom. And now you catch him with one of them good ones. Momentum shifts, changes. Yeah. So, you know, what happens in basketball, happens in football. I'm a big, big, big firm believer in momentum. And, bro, they called it back. They even put the screen. They, they fucking lasered into it. Boom. He showed his foot. You could see the space between the wood, his toe, the, between his toe and the three-point line, the wood. And it's there. And the ref called it a two-pointer. Mm -hmm. Lakers end up losing, right? Now, mind you, this is replay, everything in 4K. So, bro, on, on Sunday, or was it Monday Night Football? I forgot. It was, it was a couple days ago, bro. Detroit is playing against the Dallas Cowboys. It's a night game. This is a fucking huge fucking game, bro. I'm pretty sure it's Sunday Night Football. Now, mind you, this takes, this is like a big game. This obviously, you know, for placement, for the playoffs, everything, right? Did you see what happened at that game on the goal line? Mm -mm. So Detroit Lions score. The ref 
says there was an ineligible receiver on the field, bro. They called the shit back. Detroit ended up losing the game, bro. Right now, there's some fucked up shit, and people say, "Oh, if you made more free throws, oh, if you made a touchdown here." If you, I'm just talking about in sports in general, right? There's a video, you know, and Jim, I don't know how much you know about football, but you know when you're a lineman, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you a lineman. 99.9% of the time, lineman's not going to go out there and catch a ball, only on a trick play. But when you're a lineman, you have to check in with the referee and let them know that you're eligible. You tell the ref, hey, I'm, I'm eligible receiver. Boom, you let them know, right? You tell the ref. Okay, there's a video of the dude nodding to the ref and the ref acknowledges him, let him know. Now, there was a mix-up. There was a confusion because there was two linemen. Bro, they called the shit back, cost the Lions the game, fucks Vegas all the way the fuck up, and for the first time, the NFL reprimanded those refs. And those are big refs. Those refs are famous. So now they got demoted, meaning that team of referees can't referee any of the NFL playoffs or the Super Bowl. So my question is, bro, is do you think pro sports is rigged? For sure. 100%, right? Yep. Did you watch that documentary, that one documentary on that ref um, on Netflix where the referee admits that he was he was taking off payoffs and, you know, fixing games for the mob, for the NBA? Did you watch that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bro, did that? Like, I always kind of want to give it the benefit of the doubt, but that right there, didn't that make you sick? It do, bro. It makes you sick. And it's just like, you just never know. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just crazy now. I mean, bro, I just, I just think about that shit. Like, fuck the people losing their money. What about like the players out there? Like, yeah, it's like for the sport, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It's just that's what it really comes down to. Fuck the money, you know what I mean? They chose to bet that, but it's the sport, you know what I mean? Like for the love of the sport. Yeah, it's fucked up, bro. Um, what's uh what's your plans for the weekend, bro? Oh man, you know, I'm gonna go to Europe, you know, take a little break and come right back. What you going to Europe for? Um, actually, just go out there and just chill for a second, bro. Just you know what I mean. Get some time away. Okay, just go out there, just chilling. Yeah. Hey, don't forget your motherfucking microphone, bro. No, I got you for sure. You know what I'm saying? We gotta get this shit. And get get on this motherfucker about the goddamn fucking artwork, bro. I got you. All right, man. Well, hey guys, we, we gonna got, take we a- gotta, you know we gotta keep them excited on the edge of their seats. You know what I'm saying? We are gonna get to, to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, it's four, almost five a.m. right now, so it's almost 7 a.m. in Houston right now on Thursday. So, look, guys, we're going to take a break. I'm obviously going to finish the show back. When we do Cold as Ice, ain't no taking breaks and fucking we don't join each other. This is this is the Ben and Jimmy show, the Jimmy and Ben show, yeah. Cold as Y'all Ice. stuck with us. You know what I'm saying? And it's and up. I, like I said, hey, by the way, too, out there, so ain't no more BTB Army. You're going to be the Cold as Ice soldiers, okay? So Cold as Ice soldiers you fuck with us, that means you, 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 y'all get your ass beat too. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Your, our beef is your beef. All right? Yep. No, I'm playing with y'all, man. Y'all with us? Y'all with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Jimmy, man, you hear the music in the background, man. Listen, dog, have a great time in Europe. Obviously, we're going to jump back on the mic and, and give him something for Monday, showing everything and the weekend and all that. Uh, I shall talk to you later, man. It's all good. So, hey, uh, yeah, Miles, uh, make that music a little bit louder. Hey, Jimmy, I love you, bro. I'll talk to you soon, man. I love you too, bro. Yup. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easy on yourself during the tough moments, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma, etc. Therapy can be about just having someone to talk to that can tell it back to you like it is. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash baller today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash baller. Yo, what up, y'all? We are back. So pretty much, you know, this shit's kind of pissing me off that uh, there's all kinds of delays that are going on. And to be honest with you, man, they're beyond my control. Sometimes I feel like, yo, man, I, I be just be getting lazy, you know. But I want you to understand something. What I could do in three hours, some motherfuckers can't do in two, three months. What I might do in five days might take someone a year. And I'm I'm really for real with that. So I let things linger on too long. When I was back in school, I was definitely a dude who did the assignment the day before it was due. You know, nowadays, I get most of the shit done before and then throw some spices and all that shit at the end. You know, what I'm getting at is Washlord Invitational has not hit a road bump. It's just some shit that's kind of be on my control and it's driving me crazy because I got sponsors, I got people ready to go. It's going to be bigger than last year's and bigger and better than ever. And I'm fucking excited about it. But we'll be announcing it. Yes, we are just around three months, a little bit over three months away from it. But don't fret. We got shit coming. We got shit pumping. And now with this little stupid artwork thing and a couple logistics things with uh, timing and stuff like that for a video... I'm excited, I'm nervous, you know, it's, it's some different shit going on. But I do have, you know, other ways of um, streams of income and things like that. I'm not so worried about that. I just have a lot of bullshit that is hanging on to my legs, you know. And I'm used to it, but it's annoying. So anyways, cold as ice is coming, guys. Just wanted to kind of address some things before we get started on this outro. It ain't going to be long. Me and Jimmy talked our shit, you know. But uh, look, let, let's get some golf shit out the way. The Washlord Invitational is something that I dreamed of doing. Not necessarily in golf, but something where I really built a fucking community. And it doesn't mean I got to necessarily sell merch and shit like that because I didn't in either one of them. I gave away stuff. But it's part of my brand and what I'm doing now and what I love, you know. Um, so a week ago, you know, we didn't have an episode on Monday. Didn't get to tell you guys that I had a fucking really good round with Michael Block. Now, mind you, this man is 47 
has been playing golf for most of his life. He has been a pro forever. And this past year, he's skyrocketed. And I love that. He didn't skyrocket at 23, you know, when it mattered, when he was younger. He didn't skyrocket in his early 30s, late 30s. That shit happened for him in his late 40s, you know. And it's kind of like, again, I'm not a pro, but I'm starting to figure shit out. And he's a real decent dude. He was giving me a lot of tips and pointers. And by the way, Arroyo Trabuco Golf Club is fucking phenomenal. This is definitely one of the nicer tracks. If not, it's got to be top five in Orange County, right? And I've played a few country clubs No, see, It's just nice, right? Um, it has a private feel to it. And that's what I love about it. And it was just a beautiful course. And again, you know, being hosted by Michael Block was amazing. Um, I tried out the new QI-10 driver, the woods, hit real solid. You know, from his assessment, my 56 wedge, my 52 wedge, my gap wedge, my 56, and my five wood are my best hitting clubs. And, and I agree. But I am striking them better. But when I miss, I miss kind of, not bad, it's just I'm having a chunking issue. So this forward press thing that I'm doing now is helping a lot. And with my new coach, a lot of shit is starting to really get, you know, dialed in. And I'm super fucking excited about that. You know what I mean? And speaking of Michael Block, kind of a drop, you know, um, by the time this happens, I think you guys will already know. Um, by the time you guys listen to this, I will be at Arroyo Trabuco in Orange County. I'm here to celebrate. Michael Block is signing with Good Good. He is the first PGA Tour player to rock good good. And by the way, they sell good good shit at Royal Chibuco. So it's kind of dope. I'm really happy for the good good dudes. And I'm happy for anybody who is fucking flourishing right now. You know, it's just dope. Um, another big signing, massive. Jason Day, one of the best players on the PGA Tour. He just left Nike, who he had a $100 million contract with. And sign with my boy, Stephen Maupin. Like an actual, it's their first pro male tour um, signee. And it's a big fucking deal. By the way, Jason Day is, is Filipino. From Australia, but he's Filipino. Right? And uh, Maupin's wife is Filipino. Half Filipino. So, congrats to Maupin. That's still fam. That's it's all love. But that's big. And Nike is, you know, kind of shifting a different direction. I think Srick's on and, and, uh, or Cleveland is going to be taking care of their shit. We're doing mostly collabs. They still got Nelly Corder. They still got Roy, Mc, you know, McElroy. They got um, some young cats, whatever. They got Tom Kim. I think they're going to start attacking people. I still wear Nike. But the big thing is Tiger Woods is leaving Nike. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see shit. You know, who fucking knows? 24's already kind of started out with the bang. We'll get into that in a second. But the Farmer's Century Open. The Farmer's Open is less than three weeks away. So I'm really, really trying to get dialed in. So, you know, I'll be in San Diego this weekend getting my rounds in, getting some practice. Shout out to Greg Manley from the kingdom. And uh, I'll be doing a subscriber golf early Monday morning. Early. 7 a.m. tea time. I haven't had a 7 a.m. tea time in a long time. And especially in this cold ass weather, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But you know what? I need to get I need to get cracking. Aspect. Um, in fact, I hit golf balls yesterday and I'm sore as shit. Cause I took six days off because of the kids and you know, I had all them and this. They start school on Monday. So a lot of kind of feelings starting out the year, you know. I got a lot of anxiety. I have a lot of things that are coming out. 
which we're going to get into in a second. But my biggest problem that I need to overcome is just getting the fuck out of my way. Taking it easy, right? Not using a metronome, you know, and, and just having it in the back of my head. Count two, three seconds, the backswing. Come down the same, tick tock, real smooth. The biggest thing that I need to do at Farmers is get the fuck out of my own way and have fun. That's it. That's all that matters. Okay? That's all that matters. Now, speaking of comebacks, speaking of starting out the year with the bang, speaking of all that type of shit, got to give a shout out to Tiny. He is a multi-platinum producer, reggaeton legend, producer Bad Bunny, J Balvin, you name it, multi, you know, Latin Grammy winner, Billboard winner, all the whole shit. My boy J Balvin hit me up. Jose called me literally a month ago. And he was like, yo, I got to get this piece done. My boy's having this big show in Puerto Rico. Can we get it done? And I'm like, look, I had a couple things in the chamber for uh, Travis Kelsey, John Mayer, and even J Balvin as well. And I'm like, yo, I don't know when I'm ready to push this gun and get this going. And when I saw the design, I was like, I got to do this. And the best thing about Tiny, he's like, yo, you a legend. This is a dream of mine. I don't give a fuck what it costs, bro. I want to make this piece. I want to make it in reality. Doc, I ain't going to tell you nothing. He didn't want to give no art direction to the art director. He's like, yo, I trust you. Just do your thing. And for those of you who are listening to this in real time, any moment now, you should have seen this piece. And it's fucking phenomenal. There's a reason why my shit is inside museums and why motherfuckers ain't been in a museum yet. I'm sorry, their jewelry hasn't been in a museum. So my comeback is official. I'm there. If you see, um, you know, the post and you listen to this in real time, why don't you just, you know, grab your uh, Droid or your iPhone and leave a little fire emoji. Let me know you BTB. Are you soon to be cold as ice army? You know what I'm saying? Let, let me know you a cold as ice soldier, you BTB army, and leave a fire emoji and let's get 2024 cracking. Okay couple things I want to talk about. Raising Canaan. I wanted to talk about it with Jimmy, but he don't really watch the show. Yo, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen tonight when I watch the fucking next episode, but ain't no goddamn way they killed my boy, Unique. Now, part of me didn't like him because he's kind of an op, but I fuck with Joey Badass in real life. I met him for the first time at one of Kid Cudi's parties in New York. It was funny because me and Nicolette were there to hang out with Simu, Simu Lu. And Simu just dropped, the, his movie just came out. Shang-Chi just came out and he wanted to get into Kid Cudi's party and he had no plugs and it was like a real hard party to get into. You know, ASAP Rocky was there, Rihanna, the whole nine. And it was a funny night. I'll never forget that night. We're in New York. My niece is a huge Timothy Chalamet fan. And, you know, Tim and, and Cuddy are super close. And he was shooting the Willy Wonka movie. And I was like, you know what? All good. Snuck my little niece into the party with my sister. My sister's Simu stylist. Simu's there. We're chilling. I get him to the little VIP area. even though the party itself was already hard to get into. We chilling, cooling. And um, I remember leaving. 
ASAP Rocky was like, I cannot believe you're fucking out. Number one. Number two, I cannot believe you brought your wife. So he was really shocked. And he was like extremely kind to Nick. And Nick was even like, damn, I'm surprised how fucking nice he was. I was like, fuck, been out with this motherfucker a thousand times and never seen you. Right? Not to kind of think about that now. And it makes me laugh. But back to Raising Canaan, I cannot wait to see what the fuck happens. Because Unique's brother needs to get dealt with. And you know he's going to get dealt with. But damn, bro. Joey Badass, like, bro, what's going on, man? Like, that's fucked up, you know? Sucks, I don't know, we'll see. I should DM his ass because he follows me up, figure out what the fuck's going on. But Raising Kane is heating up, it's getting crazy. And um, another thing too, you know, my sons are listening and watching all kinds of crazy shit on YouTube now. And there's this dude named Pack God, P-A-C-K God. And what he does is he goes on Twitch on on um discord you know chats and video chats and he just roasts people he ethers and annihilates people like he just starts going off some of the shit he says is just crazy but he spazzes out and he said some shit that's so funny that i'm like i don't think my kids even understand how brilliant some of this shit is like he said shut your ugly ass up man nationwide ain't on your side like you know, things like that. Like, yo, man, your grandfather fucking lost a staring contest. Your autistic grandfather lost a staring contest with the handicapped space for seven hours. Like, just, he says crazy ass shit. So if you check out Pat God, check out some of the shit he does with these people. I don't know how the fuck he gets in. And it got me thinking like, yo, can I start a new account and, be st- and not be banned from Discord? Because I was banned for a while over the fucking NFT shit. And so I'm back on Discord, Washlord. Um, I'll add it to my link tree soon. Um, sure you can find me on there, whatever. I think there's a tweet out there with it, but check out Pat God. This shit is funny. And, um, you know what? I was looking at like 2023, like, you know, just the shit, the end of the year, you know, New Year's Eve was dope, whatever. And every year Barack Obama puts out this music playlist and I'm like, I mean, I get it, but like, I don't know, like who gives a fuck? And I remember people used to ask me, hey man, give me a playlist, give me a playlist. I don't really listen to music like that anymore, right? I have an Apple playlist out there, if you did not know. It's like one of my hundred favorite songs, and it's all types of different random shit. But like every year, like I looked at the list this year, and like there's nothing I like on that entire list. I don't know, maybe I'm just talking shit, I just don't give a fuck. But speaking of Barack Obama, I did not see him on no fucking Epstein list. And this Epstein list is out, you know, when me and Jimmy were talking you know, a few hours ago, whatever, because I drew it early with him because of time difference. But list came out, it's 900 pages. And I'm going to be real, I'm going to keep it 1,000. There ain't shit in there. I mean, okay, let me rewind. There's some mentions of David Copperfield. I'm not surprised, but also at the same time, it's just, it's kind of fucked up. But at the same time, it doesn't really prove anything that he was doing scumbag shit. Now, Billy Clinton, yeah, scumbag that's nothing new okay the shocking take from this is stephen hawkins okay this motherfucker is mentally challenged in a wheelchair permanently handicapped participated allegedly participated in an orgy bro have you man look can you imagine stephen hawking getting domed up by a 15 year old girl it's got to be the most disgusting possible things that you can imagine and even visualize it's fucking crazy 
So this list is, is starting to get unraveled more. I think January 22nd, there's going to be more. I want to see some shit. I want to see some, I don't want to see testimony from one person, two people here. I want to see motherfuckers call it out. If you're not, then stop the cap. Okay, we know Bill Gates is a scumbag. I want to know more about what Bezos did and whatever in here and there and all this other bullshit. Donald Trump was on the motherfucking flight many times, whatever. They try to do all this bullshit. His own niece, who I know they hate each other, whatever, Mary Trump, she's blasting him and whatever the fuck. Show me a real list. I don't give a fuck what Democrats are on there and there. I guarantee it's just enough Republicans on there and a bunch of scumbags and everything else. But at the same time, I said it with Jimmy. You may not know that motherfuckers is doing bad or not or whatever, but look, I don't know. Speaking of, of starting out spicy, and it's the last thing before I talk about these dumb motherfucking protesters. Cat Williams went on Shannon Sharp's show, and I had not seen Twitter trends like this. Cat Williams had like six of the top fucking 15 trending topics just by names he mentioned. Now, I met Cat in 04, and his career didn't really take off yet. He didn't start really kind of like really bubbling up into like 2006. I didn't even know he was doing stand-up comedy. And a buddy of mine, Chris Mills, was real tight with him. And um, he invited me to Houston for New Year's Eve. He was doing a comedy stand-up show, and he was killing it. And then his first official stand-up was, was crazy. And I ain't gonna lie to you, Cat ain't had many bad stand-ups. He's killed it. He is a fucking, he's definitely a very good stand-up comic. Says some shit about some people I know. And I, I can't verify any of the information, but he went the fuck off. He said some shit about Epstein too, but he, he made a lot of sense, right? And, and you know, Again, I used to hang out with Cat and play poker with this dude. This is a long fucking time ago. This is 2004, 2005. It's a long time ago. Seen him not that long ago. Well, shit, actually, it's been like maybe five years. Maybe six. Might have been when Kaya was just born. I don't know, but um, crazy. It's got over two million views in less than 25. It's just nuts. So if you need something to look at and watch, watch that Cat Williams special. Now, the Rose Bowl, you know, I don't really pay attention to it, but there was a point in time where it was the biggest thing in the world. And for many years, many decades, the Rose Bowl was fucking huge. The Rose Bowl parade, the whole shit. And again, shout out to Michigan. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for my boys that played for fucking Michigan. You know, my boy Charles Woodson, uh, Chris Howard, all those cats. But, you know, the Rose Bowl, they take over Old Town right on Colorado Boulevard. They have these floats. They have all this shit. It's a big thing. Passing it's its own town, its own police department, its own jail and all that. They're very proud of, you know, having the, the Rose Bowl prince or princess or fucking whatever. They crown people. And they it's this big, big, big parade. Now, I didn't really pay attention to it in the last couple of years. But when I had my house in Pasadena, you know, it was a big thing. And I, I kind of like Pasadena. I ain't going to lie to you. You know, shout out to DJ Homicide. It's like a nice little town, you know, it's, it's, it's cool, um, a little bit out of the way, but not too far out the way. It's, it's, it's a cool little area, but these Palestine people went out and tried to block the shit again. And they're like, look, you guys are talking about us. It's getting more people out there aware of what's going on. And of course, the argument's like, why don't you just go back to Gaza? Oh, you know, we can't go. We can't just look. This shit's got to stop. 
whatever your fucking opinion is of these protesters or so-called peaceful protests, okay? I'm going to say this for the last time. If people here in America where we live or most of the people who listen to this show spent the same amount of effort and outrage and energy over the problems that we face in our own cities, our own states, with our own family or friends or people who don't know, our peers, people here though in our own country as they did with the things going on outside of our country, we'd be in a way better fucking place. At least definitely in the right direction, society would be a lot different. We really might have to start smacking people the fuck up. Now, violence isn't the answer, but it is a small-time solution because there's no repercussions, there's no consequences to make people think they could just do this type of dumb shit and fuck things up. That's why they love this country, right? It's free, right? Isn't that it? All right, child, listen. I love y'all. appreciate you guys listening to the free game. You know, I was out this week with my kids. And every time we went outside, I met somebody come up to me and say, yo, bro, I listen to the podcast, man. Appreciate the game. I'm going to keep it 100, man. That shit means more to me than any of the motherfuckers talking about jewelry or talking about anything else. But yo, I am out. I got to fucking uh, get ready for this day. And uh, I will see you guys back on Monday. I'm just glad to be doing this shit two times a week. And we going hard body. I don't give a fuck. All right? Jimmy, I know you listened to this fucking episode. Get that motherfucking artwork done. Or I'm going to find a graphic designer to do this simple ass thumbnail. All right? You hear that music? That means Miles is cutting me off. We got the Lakey Lake. All right, y'all. I love y'all. This is not your practice life. We out. Peace. <laughs>